Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. Welcome back to another week of uh, Whiskey and Mash. I'm Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. And this week we will be doing a uh, meet cute and ten cent origin, I guess, right. sort of on Radar O'Reilly, Corporal Radar O'Reilly, as well as talking about season one, episode thirteen, Edwina, and season one, episode fourteen, Love Story. So, um, we're going to begin talking about Radar. As you said, a meet cute on radar. A couple of things that I have about Radar O'Reilly is that um, he's innocent. He's a very, well, he doesn't seem that way in the first episode. Then he gets this innocence about him. Um, and he's very perceptive. He knows what people are thinking before it happens. Or at least listens very carefully and can figure out what's going to happen ahead of time and he's kind of hawkeye's lackey whatever hawkeye needs done radar's there to do something that i don't think we've seen so much yet but we'll see in later episodes is how much radar loves animals mm -hmm. and he's a true animal he'll take care of you'll see bunnies and um guinea pigs he guinea has, pig. yeah. oh. a skunk in fact they have to do surgery on a bunny at one time yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, um, famously, Radar is from Ottumwa, Iowa. Mm -hmm. He is the only character, um, well, not the only, well, yeah, no. Yeah, the yeah. only one, according the, to... Well, the only, uh, certainly the only actor. Gary Berghoff was the only actor to make it from the movie into the show. And he is one of the only characters to make it from the book that the movie was based on to the movie to the show. Oh, okay. Hawkeye and Margaret would be the other two, but, uh, and maybe Father Mulcahy, but he was played by somebody else. Right. Um, from what I read on the wiki site that I rely on, um, there was a television movie after Gary Berghoff left MASH called Walter. I read that, but I've not, yeah. it didn't make it through the pilot. Yep, it didn't make it through the pilot, so that was like a television movie where he moved to St. Louis, and uh, I can't remember what his profession was there, but he his mother died, he sold the farm, and moved to St. Louis. Uh, he also made two appearances on Aftermash, where uh, I think that was a Harry Morgan, Jamie Farr deal, and one other. I'm not sure. Yeah, Colonel Potter and, uh, and uh, Corporal Klinger, by the way. Uh, if you can hear that crying in the background, that is my daughter. <laughs> so let's credit that, her. That is Ryan Pullman <laughs> making making her voice heard. Um, she is eight weeks old Tuesday. In, in Tuesday, so we're recording this Sunday, so in two days. But uh, so yes, that that's her. Uh, we have a fairly sensitive mic, so that might be getting picked up. <laughs> anyway, uh, other things about radar. In the wiki that I read, uh, you know, like you said, it, it was referred to as a sixth sense, uh, where he could 
sense things before they were going to happen and that's and that's where uh how he always knew when uh any of his commanding officers would need him um in this episode he turns out a light before being asked or as they're asking he does it ahead of time yeah very perceptive very perceptive and that's the other way that they describe it um what else about radar uh famously in his lore his father died young an uncle he had an uncle ed who was helping his mom out on the farm back in otomwa uh he formed close bonds with colonel blake and then later with colonel potter though that took some time he was the last original cast member to leave and he left uh originally he wanted to leave at the end of season seven but the network wanted it to be a two-part episode at the beginning of season eight so technically he left in season eight according to the wiki uh, through the first three seasons we actually see him in every single episode he makes an appearance in every of the 24 episodes per season but then uh it started having negative effects on his family life and so he, they rewrote his contract so he only had to be in half, uh, 12 of the episodes per season after season three. And normally when he's not in, this, in an episode, he's on leave somewhere. Okay. But then uh, at season 11, he was starting to get burnt out. He decided he wanted to move on. Season seven. Season seven. Sorry. Yes. Season seven. <laughs> Whiskey and mash, remember. Um, <laughs> end of season seven. Uh, he was feeling burnt out, and so he decided to move on, even though Mike Farrell, uh, BJ Honeycutt, was trying to get him to stay. But, but he, he was left. burnt out. It sounded like he was out. going through yeah. depression and a divorce, off. and he needed to move on. Move on. Um, famously, also, as far as the character goes, we do start out with Radar being, and we've talked about this before on previous podcasts, where he starts out being uh, much more of a normal soldier. But then we really get this sense of naivete, and he embodies the young soldier. The great knee-high guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was either last week or the week before when we f- saw the first appearance of his teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And um, famously, uh, season eight, episode two, Radar leaves it behind. And then in the last episode of the series that was shot... Not the last uh, episode of the series, but the last one that was shot. They're filling up a time capsule. And Hawkeye puts Radar's bear into the time capsule to represent all the all the, all the boys who came over at, to Korea as boys and left as men. Um, in addition to raising animals, Radar typically can relate really well with children because he is very childlike and uh after season one whenever we see him drink something hard i.e not grape knee high (laughs) something bad is going on so yeah um radar what else um in the wiki he was also really referred to as the glue which i think we see a lot i do i do and i can see where he's a needed character yeah in a lot of ways, I think, especially the early seasons, he is kind of the heart of the show. Hawkeye tends to be the joviality, the or humor, the leader, or the leader, 
but Radar is the enabler, he is the glue, he is what holds everyone together. He helps out everybody in camp as they need. I mean, he's company clerk, but I think he's just that sort of character too. Yep. Yes. And it shows a little bit in one of the episodes we're going to talk about where he's going through a, a small bit of depression mm -hmm. after something happens. And it shows what happens to the camp when he doesn't do his job properly. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it just shows how mm -hmm. much he's needed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as far as characters go, again, other than... Um, other than Hawkeye and Margaret, he is really the only other original character that lasts because um, Colonel Blake leaves, Trapper leaves, Frank leaves. Um, we get Father Mulcahy, we get Corporal Klinger, but they are not original cast. But something I read interesting today was mm -hmm. we would not have seen Corporal Klinger form the way we did if it hadn't been for Radar leaving. Yeah. And I really yeah. enjoy the Corporal Klinger character mm -hmm. that became... Yeah. Out, that came out of this. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, once Radar leaves the 4077th, uh, Corporal Klinger steps into the company clerk's role, and I think that's... And we get um, to see a different side of who yeah. Corporal Klinger is. It's a very important transition. It's him leaving behind the trying to get home and accepting the responsibility. Or even making this his home. Yeah. Yeah, that's I a think. good point. In the one episode when he starts to put up his own tchotchkes. I yeah, can't his, remember that one. His family ships him a whole big, huge crate of stuff from home. Including rugs and cheeses and tons of stuff. Oh, and that smelly sausage? Yeah. And, like, he hangs a bunch don't... of it in the company clerk's office, and then Colonel Potter tells him to take it down. Because it smells. And he's finally able to get all the paperwork together he needs to fake going home. Because he's company clerk. So he gets everything signed, he gets forged what needs forged, and he's actually in Seoul... Uh, well, he's retrieving the paperwork, but he almost makes it because he's company clerk at that point, and he has access to everything. But doesn't go? I, but doesn't I, go. I'll yeah. have to... No, yeah. He decides at the last minute, no, no, that, I mean, it would haunt me the rest of my days, and they need me here. Which yeah. we actually see once Radar leaves. Part of why he decides to leave is because Klinger closes on a deal to get a generator for the foil double natural. And he said... Now, now mm. I can move on. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to go. His, uh, no. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later, too. Yeah, on that episode. But yeah, mm. Radar almost didn't go home, even though his mom needed him. Because he felt such a responsibility to MASH. And, again, I think that goes back to, uh, you know, they have that 98% deficiency. Or and that's a little bit of everyone. It is. It's absolutely everyone. Because Radar, in... Uh, one of those last two episodes of his they're out both generators at the camp and so he gets a bunch of jeeps in so that they can actually operate right or oh and mm -hmm. they shine their lights yeah 
All the jeeps come in, it's night, they turn on their headlights, and so everybody operates outside, but if Radar hadn't thought of that in the nick of time, a bunch of people would have died. So, so it is. Yeah, it's in a very important job. Yeah, yeah. But Red O'Reilly, company clerk, uh, he only ever is a corporal in the show. He never gets promoted. He goes home a corporal. And um, he finds a little bit of a love interest right as he's leaving the series. And we'll actually talk one of the episodes today. It's kind of um, ironic how the two episodes paired up this week. But uh, one of them is about him and his love life as well. But, second that's, a, that's, but that's the second episode. Right. Yeah. Episode 14. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, uh, quickly the high points of Radar. Caring individual, uh, very naive. From Otomo, Iowa, that's always really important to note because it's a small town America. Farmer from Otomo. Yeah, right. Midwest. Midwest. And uh, he has this sixth sense about him where he can... And true love of people and animals. Yeah, true love of people and animals. Very true. So, with that, um, again, we're watching Season 1, Episode 13, Edwina, and Season 1, Episode 14, Love Story. So, do you want to summarize? They start off, uh, Episode 13, Edwina. They start off with Edwina is having a birthday party. And they're singing for she's a jolly good fellow and she runs out and is in tears. So um, nurse, I want to say Carter and I know it's Cutler. not. Cutler. Margie Cutler. Marjor Margie Cutler um, mm -hmm. comes out with her and she said, you know what? I had this boyfriend and I saved myself for him and he went off to war. And I so I joined thinking that I would meet someone like him and I would be able to give myself to someone that I loved. And um, Nurse Cutler felt so bad for her. She talked to all the other nurses, and the nurses refused to date or see any of the guys until their lonely friend, Edwina, gets a date. So they draw straws, and mm. guess who got <laughs> the short straw? Hawkeye, um, which means that he gets to take Edwina out on a date. Now, the reason that Edwina does not get many dates is because she's a klutz. She hurts people that not does not mean to. She's a very innocent. She gets very nervous and she hurts people. And there's a line coming up that will mm -hmm. explain that. We'll talk about in a little bit. But um, so it's all, this episode is all about Hawkeye trying to date her so that all the nurses will go back and we'll talk a little bit about how that happens. Yeah, because I, I love how they they treat him as the hero going in to <laughs> save the camp. Yeah, because the women won't date. Yeah, the men. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we see uh, Margie Cutler actively opposing Hawkeye's advances in the swamp. We see Leslie, who is very clearly Colonel Potter's, uh, in in Colonel Potter's tent, and uh, Henry starts to put the moves on her. And she says, I just washed my hair. And so he, he starts saying, well, you're always washing your hair, you know? Whoop, sorry about that. Because she used that for an excuse also again that she had to wash his, her hair even though she just finished. Yeah, and then she says, well, I have to go wash my hair. <laughs> so, she, you know, it, it's affecting everyone in camp, this, uh, this nurse stoppage, I guess. 
because they're trying to help out Edwina, Eddie. And Eddie is a 28-year-old woman, Mm -hmm. and they called her a landmine. (laughs) Yeah, because she is. I mean, we we see this when Hawkeye does take her on a date in the swamp. Everything she does hurts Hawkeye. I mean, he ends up with... Her uh, foot, hand, head. Eye, yeah. But I love how... Uh, one of the things that we mentioned, and yeah. every time she hurt him, he could have gotten angry and went, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is I'm, this isn't worth it." But he didn't. He laughed yeah. even at the end when all the soot poured over his yeah. head. Yeah. He sat back and he laughed, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I would have laughed. <laughs> no, yeah, Hawkeye was a very good sport about the whole thing, and again, I think that comes through. We talked about Hawkeye already as a character, but it really shows through. Uh, the the base behind that character, how he is caring. She broke a glass. He had glass in his foot. <laughs> he stepped on it, yeah. and he he never said go away. She said the gig's up. I've been listening to the girls. I know what this is all about. I appreciate the effort. Let's just pretend that it happened, and we'll pretend, and we can just leave. Do but, you want to say what Hawkeye said to her? To, oh, that's because I think that would be a yeah. But then um he says no no, and he actually gets her to sit down and he uh, says to her you know you don't have to hurt someone so they don't hurt you first and i love and she's like is that what i'm doing (laughs) he said yeah i think it is and you could just see the light bulb go off in her head like Mm -hmm. that is what i'm doing yeah because you know didn't stop her though no (laughs) well i think it was subconscious but yeah you know at a certain point if she had been rejected that much it was probably just a defense mechanism unfortunately but yeah, Seymour Chumkey left her yeah. and went on to the war. Yeah, so. <laughs> got drafted. She was hoping that she would save some young boy's life and he would fall in love with her. <laughs> Didn't happen. But something I think to keep in mind is how the the women held back and said, "Until you do this for us, we're mm-hmm. not going to help you." Just remember <laughs> that because I think it's important in next help. episode. <laughs> And um, then the men all worked together to solve the issue, and they did it. They did a good job. (laughs) Yeah, they drew straws. They drew straws. (laughs) Well, they drew straws to find out who would jump on the landmine that was Edwina. In fact, um, Larry Linville. (laughs) Major Burns. Major Burns was like, I'm against this, I'm against this, until he drew drew the long straw and saw that Hawkeye drew the short straw, and then was all. I'm against this, but it's kind of mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I. I don't have a whole lot to say about uh, Margaret though in this episode. She, you know, she was a part, but. I believe a... she had her hair down the whole time. I think she did too. Which was kind of different. Again, you know, something to keep in mind about this episode is it. Um, our, in our last episode of this podcast, we had a Christmas episode. So we're starting off with episode 13 from season one. This is the second half of the first season. This was a time for them to reinvent oh, right. the series. All the characters and... Because like one thing we don't see in this episode, which I think we saw in every other season one episode so far, there's no Spear Chucker. There's no Lieutenant Ginger Bayless. Some of these characters that were regulars in the first half of the season... Are disappearing are disappearing 
So you know, they probably had a mid-season recording break, and when they came back, a lot of people weren't invited to come back, I don't think. Because, like, you had made the comment that at some point in season one, Spearchucker wasn't, that actor wasn't brought back on. Right. Because they realized there was a little bit of a historical inaccuracy there. And I think this might be it. And so by the same token, Margaret doesn't have her hair up. And this might be the point where it starts being down more than up just because. Because she's yeah, becoming into herself, right? Yeah. So, But yeah, I, there wasn't a whole lot else to this episode, I'd say. Um, I like when Edwina, though, even when she's trying to be safe, like she spilt salt, so she threw it over her shoulder, but it went into Hawkeye's eyes. So no matter what she did, even mm -hmm. when she was trying to ward off the spirit, that mm -hmm. evil, she... Yeah, hurt and, someone. and you know, when we were watching this, Laura asked, uh, why isn't anybody dating her? Because she's not a bad looker. No, it's not she's like, pretty. Yeah, but it's, it's that awkwardness and that klutziness and the fact that whatever she touches kind of blows up. <laughs> so I think that's where that comes from. But yeah, I don't know that there was a big overriding... That was the only message yeah it was kind of you don't have to hurt someone else so they don't hurt you first you know i think if we had candy here uh <laughs> doc, dr ackerman who we had a, as a guest star a few episodes ago i think she might be able to give us a little more in-depth about that you know about why psychological reason why somebody might do that but yeah i think but, that's really about it other than maybe a secondary social commentary on um, doctor-nurse relations, you know, right. maybe. Oh, right. It, it's very strong here, the doctor-nurse relations. Yeah, so. So if someone pulls back, <laughs> you work hard to get back what you enjoy. Yeah, I guess. All right. Okay. Is that? On to, on to episode 14, I think. Okay, episode, think yeah. Kind of goes into episode 13 or works together mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, again, episode 13 and 14, very interesting. They're kind of mirror- images of each other right. in episode 13 we see the nurses banding together to help one of their own and then in episode 14 we're actually going to see the uh hawkeye and trapper the doctors band together to try and help radar in a similar situation so um it's entitled love story first of all if i can just make a comment at least on the dvds which we're watching off of um the picture quality on episode 14 was just amazing i mean I it we're, we're watching it off of a blu-ray player on an hd tv and it looked like it was recorded in hd even though it would have been recorded in the 70s this was an absolutely uh as far as the cinema photography goes amazing episode i just want to mention that up front because i re i saw it you can see a big difference yeah it is just crystal clear and that's not true throughout the whole run of the show certainly um, and in fact, we'll get to a pair of episodes at one point where the recording they use for the the collection, either on Netflix or on the disc, actually is the broadcast recording because the is original... the black and white one? No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's actually a color one, but they had to go to a studio and get a copy because the original was destroyed in a fire. Oh, Okay. So it's very low quality because it's one that had been run through and not maintained very well. But so you know there is a good 
level of comparison there. It's like, this was super. Um, but anyway, uh, episode 14, Love Story. We start out uh, seeing that Radar is just very down in the dumps. He gets this big plate of food in the mess tent and then doesn't eat. And so Hawk and Trap go to talk to Henry and Henry says the same thing, that Radar hasn't been himself lately. Margaret comes in saying that Radar uh, bungled a uh, supply shipment for surgical silk and said instead they got cotton thread. And then they end up ordering Radar a full physical to try and figure out what's wrong. Uh, Margie Cutler makes another appearance in this episode, like she did last episode. Um just mentioning that because she actually does return in the second half of this season but uh, so they check Radar out he's fine physically but then they push and they push and we find out that uh, first of all Radar was engaged apparently to Linda Sue right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, Linda Sue back home in Ottumwa and uh, what she sends him from Holtzman's department store is a like a little record where she's recording a message and she tells him that since we're engaged you should be the first to know I'm marrying Elroy Fimple it's a Dear John mm. record it's a Dear John record and uh, Hawkeye and Trap after hearing that and then listening to that and seeing Radar curled up in the fetal position on what would have been Spearchucker's bunk in the swamp, they say, um, what's the quickest way to get him over this? Find him somebody new. So they try and get him dates with all the girls in camp. None of them are available or want to go out with Radar, which we actually see again in later episodes. But then two new nurses come into camp, uh, one of whom is Lieutenant Louise Anderson. Hawkeye is helping her unpack... He's pulling out uh, Tolstoy, Plato for books. Um, he's pulling out Bach, Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky uh, I can't read my own handwriting for the other one, but <laughs> very intellectual <laughs> material. Tolstoy. Yeah, very deeply intellectual material, both reading and music. And so they're trying to coach Radar to at least appear bright so he can get a date with this woman. And uh, uh, we'll mention a phrase that's famous from this episode. But in the process, they do get her to kind of start hanging around with Radar, but then Frank and Margaret get into the mix, saying that the enlisted personnel are not allowed to fraternize with the officers. It's against regulations. And so then... Uh, Trap and Hawk get this idea, well, if we mess up Frank and Margaret's relationship bad enough, eventually they'll just cave and allow Radar and Louise to buddy up. So that's really what about a third of this episode, at least, is. It's all uh, keeping Margaret and Frank apart. Because Margaret, of course was going to who? General Clayton. General Clayton. <laughs> Don't make me go over your head, Henry. Right um, to General, General Clayton. Clayton. Her good buddy. Mm -hmm. One of many. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I'll stop with the air quotes. Um, but, so they finally do 
uh, through a series of very interesting events, get Margaret and Frank uh, uh, frustrated enough, we'll say, that they cave and they say, yes, fine, he can date her. And the last scene we see is Radar in the mess tent. Uh, Louise is talking to him. Trap and Hawk sit down and Radar's asleep. <laughs> because she is talking way over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Explaining why books are the way they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she is a very smart cookie and Radar is just completely out of his depth. <laughs> but that's the episode. But one of my favorite parts of this episode that um, I noticed and I really liked is last episode you saw the women all band together mm -hmm. to get the date for Edwina. They, they banded together, they worked together, and helped. Well, when the men wanted someone to date Radar, mm -hmm. they were a little sneakier about it. They didn't yeah. band together. They went behind people's backs, and mm -hmm. they, you know, mm -hmm. were, I think the women handled it in a more democratic way <laughs> than the men. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, I think part of that, it was... Uh, when Hawkeye and Trapper or Hawkeye and BJ get an idea in their head, they can they, usually handle right. it, just the two of them. That's true. So that's no comment on the nurses. It's right. just, you know, they're the main protagonists throughout the series. So, right. of course, they're going to be able to handle it all by themselves. But, um, yeah, it, it, like I say, it's a very interesting mirror to see the women on the one hand and then... How the men are different than the women mm -hmm. in handling situations. Yep. Um. I, I also like how, again, Margaret said, and this is not mm -hmm. the first time, the next time I see you speaking, this is Margaret mm -hmm. speaking to Hawkeye, the next time I see you, I want a salute, Captain. Now, she had done this in previous episodes. Yeah. So, but I've never seen him salute her. No. I don't think, does he ever? I don't think so. I know I really he grabs don't. her a couple times and sends her over and kisses her. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if he's ever saluted her. I, I, no. I'm going to watch for that. But I think he saluted Frank on occasion. And at least one time I know he does because Frank says, Pierce, what's the big idea? Sorry, Frank. We all have bad days. <laughs> was it sarcastic, though, or was it a real salute? No, it was a real salute. Okay. He just, he was on his way to somewhere and was not paying attention, so he salutes Frank, and... <laughs> Sorry, Frank, we all have bad days. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Some other things that I really, uh... Enjoyed about this episode. Um, I think this is the first time we hear Frank use the term nerds to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is a recurring message of his, nerds to you. I've used that throughout my life. When I, when my wife heard me point that out, she's like, oh, that's where you get that from. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, uh, when, they're, when Hawk and Trap are talking to Colonel Blake about helping Radar, he says, oh, come on. That prepubescent something with six toes with on six each foot. six toes on each foot, I know. So Radar has six toes on each foot. Yeah, and this actually isn't the only time we hear that reference. Amazingly oh. enough, there is some continuity there. Really? Because in another episode, Hawkeye is putting nail polish on a nurse's toes, and Radar said something about, I love your work, and Hawk guy uh said i charge extra for six toes okay and then radar just kind of turns and leaves so that does come back by the and way radar has six toes on each foot 
And um, uh, it, it talked a little bit in this episode of the things that they do to Frank in the middle of the night. It was like Frank said, I couldn't get away last night because they sewed me into my blanket last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, you know, yeah. little things like that, that Frank's kind of telling Margaret some of the things that Trapper and Hawkeye do to him in the middle of the night. Um, to keep him and Margaret apart, what was one of the things they did? They put chloroform in his cologne bottle. And so he's splashing cologne on, and all of a sudden he stops and goes, They take the cologne bottle, and he faints. And they, Radar will come and get Margaret out of a movie, and Hawkeye quick takes her place while they distracted Frank oh. on the other way. So Frank's putting his hand on Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's knee. knee. <laughs> and he's, he's walking his fingers down Hawkeye's leg and rubbing his knee. Uh, <laughs> sir, thinking it's Margaret. Sir, if you keep doing that, I'm calling... Oh, what is that? I forgot what he said. It's I'm Basically, I'm calling the attendant. <laughs> So, Frank looks at him. What are you talking about? They yeah. did everything in their power to keep those two apart, and it worked. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end, they kept Frank away, and Margaret and Frank snuck in the cabin finally. Snuck in Margaret's, Margaret's tent. tent and pulled the blankets down, and who popped up? <laughs> there was <laughs> Hawkeye and Trapper in Margaret's bed. And she walked in, and the, she yelled, What are you doing in my bed? Bad. That's exactly what I yeah. would say. Oh my goodness, it was so great. Sorry about your ears. Gold. <laughs> well, yeah, they were Goldilocksing her. The one bed was too hard. The other was too soft. And this one was enough, enough, mm. enough. <laughs> they give in. And my favorite part about that scene, honestly, was anything else. Hawkeye goes, yeah, one more thing. Who's this man in bed with me? Me. <laughs> I followed you in. Sorry, that was just really cute. Not really anything to do with the episode, other than the fact that it was in it. It was just cute. But I do like how the episodes were kind of tied together that way, yeah. that the women working to help a, another woman and the mm. men working to help, yeah. you know, love. It's important. Yeah. It's important to have that human contact, which we don't mm. have as much anymore nowadays. Yeah. And I, yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, Abby. No. They were good episodes. Um... Yeah, I think that sort of thing really, though, is the only real overarching message we get out of these. There wasn't a big moral message like we, or a social message like we get in some of the other episodes. They were fun episodes. They moved well, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of notes from uh, the Edwina episode just because I don't think there was much. I mean, there was a lot there, but it was all part of the story and it moved. And so I didn't have and a lot to note. I'm not sure if we mentioned the reason that um, Frank and Margaret did not want Radar dating her is because she was a lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a nurse. All the nurses are commissioned, so they're all lieutenants, at least. Okay. And Radar was a corporal. Yeah. So a lieutenant, and he's an enlisted Mr. man. Yep. Yeah. So enlisted men are not supposed to date officers. officers. Yeah. So that yep. is why Against that, army regs. that is the reason they didn't want them together. I don't know mm -hmm. if we mentioned that earlier I might or have. not. But well, yeah. We did, okay. Yeah. Mhm. Mm but um it's not the only time. There's another really neat episode with Radar and a nurse. Well, there's a couple. But uh the one I'm thinking of, he keeps scoping out this one nurse when he's delivering mail. And uh Right? Yeah. 
I'll have to... Yeah. It's the episode where he gets promoted to lieutenant. Oh. Yeah, radar... A real promotion or the kind that they gave him at the airport where it wasn't real? Oh. Oh, (laughs) oh my goodness, yeah. (laughs) Going back to radar, yeah. When they go to pick up BJ from the airport, when Hawkeye goes with radar to pick up BJ... They were trying... um, they go into the officers club which at mash at the 4077th the officers club is a big like officers club it's just a bar on and anyone on can go in and anyone can go in and that's an episode but then they go on to an actual like uh base an army 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 base <laughs> you know real army not the mash army um and so they drag radar into the o club he was terrified he said yeah. i can't go in there i'm not an <laughs> officer and so hawkeye goes hey BJ, let me grab some of your costume jewelry. And he takes his uh, bars off and puts them on Radar's hat. And then, like, a colonel or a general comes over and says, What's this? Uh, Corporal's stripes with captain's bars. Trying a new thing. Corporal captain. You've heard of lieutenant or lieutenant colonels, major generals. This is the corporal captain. We're coming around place to place (laughs) to check and see what you think of it. He said, I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Mark mark that down as one one negative. Negative. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a fake promotion. But then um, a sergeant from HQ came to Mash and was playing in a poker game, oh, lost know. a lot that he couldn't make good on, and so he said, "You guys want a promotion? I can get you those. I work on the teletype." And um, so they get Radar promoted to lieutenant because of that same sort of thing. He could not get involved with this lieutenant nurse because she was a lieutenant. So he... So he got promoted, and he's like, it's all right now. And she said, no, I only go for underdogs. And then Mm. all the other guys were treating him differently because all of a sudden now he's an officer, and he's giving orders, but because he was one of the guys, they're just ignoring him. Right. And so he doesn't fit in with the officers because he's not. He didn't fit in with the kids. And he didn't fit in with the enlisted men because he's an officer. And so he gets busted back down to corporal. And is happy. And is happy. And this was during the time of Colonel Potter because Potter asks Hawkeye and BJ why this would be. And they said, well, must have been Colonel Blake. Oh. He must have put that in early. And it was like... For exceptional bugling. <laughs> My horse can bugle better than him. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, radar, radar is a lieutenant at one point. So he ended up with Lieutenant Anderson at the end, but that Which was a the, great ending yeah. where she was droning, sorry, but on mm-hmm. and on mm-hmm. about stuff that was important to her and how I love this and that. Yeah. And he was sleeping and they woke him up, and what did he say when they woke him up? Ah, Bach. <laughs> because that's what they told him to say it was if, if you get cornered about music just say ah bah and then she asked him what does that mean ah uh, bah <laughs> it uh, explains and, itself yeah and hawkeye and trapper kind of jumped in and were helping him well you know i think that really says it all once you've said that but you know, that's a very that's kind of an uh, a famous quote from mash i don't know why exactly but it is Uh, At least I think so, because here I have a MASH, uh, the MASH trivia, the unofficial quiz book. And I actually have a section in here that is uh, quotes. Name the person uh, who said the quote. And that's one of them is, Ah, ah, Bach. Bach. (laughs) That's that's all it has. 
um, <laughs> which is neat. I actually got all the references, which should tell you why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are one word. Um, I think actually after we run out of characters to review, I might pull out the trivia book and we can go through some of that oh, in the beginning and that might be kind of cool. But, so yeah, there, there's a little bit more on Radar in the two episodes and... So um, give us information. If there's something you like or dislike about the podcast, please yeah. let us know. Yeah, give, us, can, yeah. give us input. Yeah, you can email us at whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com, the website where the uh, these podcast files are hosted is narclaninc.com, N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com. Also, uh, fresh off the press, newly minted, however you want to say it, we uh, Whiskey and Mash now has a Facebook page, so you can find us on Facebook, and we will always post new episode information out there as well as anything else that we happen to find um but yeah whiskey and mash at narclaninc.com if this is your first time listening to this podcast and you really enjoy it you can find the whiskey and mash feed on itunes or your favorite podcast player uh simply search for whiskey and mash or chris pullman or gloria ackerman and whiskey and mash should pop up and then you can subscribe. Or if you don't do the whole podcast thing, but you do have an MP3 player and you want to download the episodes that way, go right over to narclaninc.com slash whiskeyandmash slash... Um, if you just go there, I'm still revamping the site, but that'll get you to the main page for Whiskey and Mash, and you can download the raw MP3 files from there. If you happen to search for the podcast by my name, Chris Pullman, you will also stumble across another podcast called Chris Reed's Book. That's where I'm reading chapters out of my first novel, Mystery and Deceit from Earth to Mars. I'm reading them in order, and I've actually gotten through the body of that book. I'm going to start reading the appendices that I made. But you'll also find that uh, podcast out there. I encourage you to download it, listen to it. I'm going to be re-recording some episodes because they didn't quite upload right but it's warm in here today it really is but um so yeah that's where you can find this podcast uh please if you enjoy this podcast if you enjoyed this episode go back listen to the other ones if you haven't yet and uh share this episode with a friend with a family member with a co-worker with someone you think would enjoy uh listening to either us ramble or talk <laughs> about mash at times they're kind of the same thing and that's fine so. And let us know what you think. Either yeah. way. Uh, any other parting thoughts? No. No. This is Whiskey and Mash. Yeah. Join us again next week. Thanks much. It is. I don't know why. Again, I really need to. I have a fancy.